Welcome to this episode of the Homestead Journey Podcast, 5-Minute Fridays, your weekly dose of information, inspiration, and motivation. Now, here's your host, Brian Wells. Thank you so much, Bonnie, and welcome everyone to another episode of 5-Minute Fridays. Today, we are talking about jams and jellies, but we're talking about jams and jellies that aren't made from fruit. If you've been making all of the standard things like the rhubarb, like raspberry or strawberry or blueberry jams and jellies, and you're kind of like, I'd like to take it to the next level. That's what I want to talk to you about today. There are a number of different things that you probably already grow on your homestead that you probably have never thought about turning into jams and jellies. The first one is flowers. Flower jelly is absolutely delicious. I started making this a couple of years ago by making some honeysuckle jelly. Now, to be honest with you, if it weren't for my wife picking all the little honeysuckle blossoms, it probably never would have happened, but it was really, really good stuff. Last year, I tried my hand at making lilac jelly, and I really enjoyed that as well. I tried to make dandelion jelly last year, but I found it to be way too fiddly. And so I aborted mission, but a friend of mine actually had the tenacity to go all the way through to carry it to the end, made dandelion jelly. And that's something that all of us have in our backyards. And did you know that you could turn that into jelly? You certainly can, but you can turn roses into jelly. You can turn violets into jelly. You can turn nasturtiums into jelly. So if you have a favorite flower, you might be able to make jelly out of it. So take a look and see if that's something that you might want to add to your repertoire. The second thing that many people don't think about making into jelly, but it certainly can be done are herbs. Now, If you are someone who enjoys lamb, you probably are familiar with mint jelly, but you can also take rosemary and basil and a lot of other herbs and make jelly out of them as well. So if you've dried all your herbs, you've made all the pesto that you want, and you still have herbs left over, you might want to think about giving it a whirl and preserving them, at least giving it a try as jelly. The third thing that I want to talk about is hot pepper jelly. Now, I remember the first time I ran across this, I wasn't convinced it was going to be good. I like spicy stuff, but I thought that was a bit of a bridge too far. And then once I had it, I was a believer. To be honest with you, I like it a little bit better when it's combined with raspberries, so a raspberry hot pepper jelly, but hot pepper by itself certainly makes a phenomenal jelly, and when you have it with some cream cheese on a rich cracker, mm, that is good eating. Another thing, and it is technically a fruit, and I said that we were talking about non-fruit-based jams and jellies, but this is one that we generally think of as a vegetable, and that is tomatoes. Did you know that you can make tomato jelly and jam? So if you've made all the sauce that you want, you've canned all the tomatoes you need, you've made the ketchup that you need, you've made the salsa that you need, and you still have tomatoes left, then you might want to give making tomato jelly and jam a try. That's something that is on my list for this year. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to give it a whirl and see whether or not we like tomato jelly and jam. Finally, you've heard me talk about this before. I tried this, I believe, last year for the first time, but that is using corn cobs to make jelly. Now, you're not actually using the corn cobs themselves, 
But once you've stripped the uh, kernels from the ear and you have the, the cobs left, you boil them down and then you use the juice that is left to turn that into a jelly and mm, very good as well. So hopefully you found this helpful and it will excite you to maybe take your canning journey to the next level. Now, if you have not done any of the basic stuff like strawberries or raspberry jellies and jams, I certainly recommend you start there. But if you've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, you're ready to take it to the next level, think about trying flour, herb, hot pepper, tomato, or corn cob jelly. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. This week's journey quote is this, aim for the sky, but move slowly, enjoying every step along the way. It is all those little steps that make the journey complete. And that is from Shanda Kochar. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next week here on 5-Minute Fridays. Brian can be reached by emailing him at brian at thehomesteadjourney.net or by contacting him via our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, we invite you to become a member of the Supporting Listeners Program. For $10 a month or $100 per year, you will receive access to a community of like-minded individuals via a private Facebook group, at least one monthly live Q&A with Brian, the opportunity to participate in live recordings of the podcast, access to an ever-expanding library of helpful homesteading content, and so much more. Head on over to support.thehomesteadjourney.net for more information and to sign up today. As always, the music on this episode was provided by audionautics.com. So a big shout out to them. And until next time, everybody, keep up the good work.